You're listening to In Her 30s with me, Taryn Sowa. Hey, hey, welcome back to In Her 30s. I am excited to be starting, I think, what is going to be a little bit of a series here on the podcast. So last week, if you listened to the episode that was before this one, I gave an update on my life and I shared a revelation that I was having and how I wanted the rest of 2023 to look like me living intentionally. And that really covers all areas of my life. I am super into learning and personal development sometimes to a fault because I will learn and learn and learn before necessarily taking action. And I can get stuck in this spot where if I don't start taking action, it's just like the information was wasted. So I'm at this place where I'm like, okay, I've been taking in just a lot of personal development. I've been learning some new parenting things. I've been learning a lot more about nutrition and how our bodies work. And it's time for me to take action. And when I was sitting down and writing my goals, the overarching theme that I was seeing was I really want to be intentional in all areas of my life. So what I'm going to do in these next few episodes is I'm going to pick one area and I'm going to talk about it and share how I am showing up in my life that way. But first, if I sound out of breath, it is because I am. We just made it back to the island and you guys, it's quite the trek of a trip. So it's a four hour car ride. And they've got two kiddos, so that means potty breaks, McDonald's stops, all the things, you know. So we finally, we get to the the boat, the ferry that goes across. We got a shuttle right away to the ferry. We got on the ferry, all good. What I do when I'm getting on the ferry is I call for a horse taxi to be able to bring us up to where we live. Because we live uphill. Honestly, I swear to God, there's more hills every time I do it. <laughs> like, it's... There's just so many. And I normally just walk up it with the kids in the stroller, but we have luggage. And I was bringing some just more homeschool stuff back with us. And Jeremy had me pick up a few things for him from the store when we were on the, the land, the inland, whatever. Okay, so I call the horse taxi about 45 minutes before we're going to be there. And I said, hello, I need a horse taxi, three people. I have a stroller. I'm going to need some assistance because the taxis are high. And I'm like, I have no one here to help me. I had asked for the handicap one because they have like one with a ramp. But they're like, oh, she's already done for the night. So I'm like, okay, as long as someone can come down and help me. So that way, like my dog doesn't run away or my children don't get stompled over by a horse. Like, who knows? They're like, yep, okay, be there at 630. So we get off the boat, literally 629. Perfect, right on time. We grab our luggage, we go to the spot that I always get the taxi at, and we're waiting and waiting and waiting. No one's coming. So it had been about like 25 minutes. God, I'm just going to call. I call. She's like, oh, you didn't get your text yet that they're on their way? I was like, nope. She's like, okay, well, it won't be too much longer. Fine, cool. Kids are running around being straight crazy. <laughs> just psychos, like people are staring at us. But you guys, they had been in a car all day, and then they were in 
on a boat. So I'm just kind of letting him run around. Finally, it hits 45 minutes of us waiting. And I call in my nice customer service voice because I know like, I'm, I'm never going to be rude on the phone. And I'm like, hey, we have been waiting for 45 minutes for a taxi. I was just wondering if it is still on its way. And the guy was so rude back. Well, we've had 50 calls. I don't know just know who you are or where you're waiting. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm happy to, here we are. Here's what I did. And so hold on, let me talk to somebody. You guys, apparently David, whoever that is, was there waiting for us to help us at 630. And he goes, you weren't there. I mean, we were literally there. You guys, they know how the boats work. Like if he sees the boat pulling in, like he knows we're getting off of it. And we got, we weren't late. There was no horse taxi there and there was no text message. So I'm like, okay, you know, we're going to attempt to walk up this stupid hill hills and we did because <laughs> it was going to be another 20 minute wait i'm like by then we could be like halfway up the hill and i'm starving <sighs> so that's a long story to say that's why i'm out of breath because i just pushed two suitcases a dog and two kids up all those hills and then we ran into our friends and we let our dog like play a little bit before we came up here the <laughs> But talk about, let me just kind of talk through how I'm trying to then live intentionally with my emotions. It's kind of a good segue because before, what I would do in this situation is I would kind of be unconscious of me having a reaction and I would just be mad. And I would either A, try to push it down and ignore that I was mad about that fact, or I would have an outburst later on a kid if they did something, like I would get just like overly angry for no good reason, either my kid, my husband, something. But with my emotions, I am trying to be more aware and allowing of what I feel and not pinning meaning to it. And what I mean by that is that I don't then think about it, overanalyze it, get stuck in a thought loop and not be able to get out of it over simply an emotion. I had a thought, it caused an emotion, and then I would get stuck. I'd get stuck there, ruminating, defensive, all all the things that would happen. And what I've been doing recently is working with a life coach, just about honestly recognizing what I'm feeling, being able to name the feeling that's going on and being able to notice where it is in my body. And that's it. I, I stopped there. I haven't gone further than that, but that's me being intentional on how I feel and being aware of what thoughts are going on in my head that trigger different emotions and just allowing them to happen, not placing judgment, not naming the emotion as good or bad. And this is really hard for me, really, really hard for me. I grew up trying to always be the good kid, the easy kid. I went back and forth between my parents. My uh, mom and dad had never gotten married, but they did co-parent me 
through my whole life. And I'm very blessed to have to grow up with two safe homes. But with that, what I have learned to make life easy was to be the dependable kid, to be the kid who got the good grades, to the, be the kid who never really got in trouble. I mean, of course, I was a kid. I messed up a few times, but I would not rebel. And I would, to a fault, try to be perfect, right? And what that taught me was to not feel emotions. Because I also, I didn't want to be overly upset about things and have to have my parents pause their busy lives to deal with Taryn. You know, at my dad's house, one of my younger brothers was a handful and like he was known as the one who was a handful, but Taryn, not Taryn. She was good. She was reliable, dependable. She got a job right away. She got her driver's license. She would always babysit. She was easy. And that is a mechanism that worked well for me in my childhood. However, I did carry it beyond that. I carried it through college and didn't question things. I wouldn't raise my voice. I wouldn't always share my opinion. I was easygoing at work. And while those things all sound good, they're not. They weren't good for me because I was teaching my body that my emotions didn't matter, that my opinions didn't matter, and that I needed to keep everyone else happy. And what would happen over time is from suppressing, 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 I would have these like huge blow ups that were usually aimed at my husband, right? Someone who I felt safe enough to let my guard down and I would just attack and blame and it never got to, it wasn't abusive, but like I would lose it. And then of course, once I would like kind of lose it and I was able to let go of all these emotions and just dump them all out. And Jeremy would be like, oh my gosh, like why didn't you just say those things in the first place? You know? And I'm like, I, I, I couldn't, I, I did not know how. And still into my thirties, that is now something I'm working on is feeling emotions because I really learned this when Um, I started like getting more into parenting and allowing my kids to have emotions. And it was really hard for me because I'm like, wait a second, I don't even know how to feel emotions. And how am I supposed to be telling them like, it's okay to feel this. And I would just feel uncomfortable. I'm like, wait a second here. Back up, Taryn. You need to work on this for yourself. You need to be able to model this to your kids. You You can't just show them happy, cool, calm, collected, and then angry. Like there's a whole other spectrum in between those emotions that you can be sharing with your kids and teaching to your kids and okaying all of these feelings and just being a human. (sighs) So that's what I'm currently working on of being intentional with my emotions and my homework right now. Like really what I'm working on is I actually characterize a lot of my emotions as anxiety. Like, oh, I'm always anxious. I'm I'm just constantly nervous. And as I was talking to my life coach, she's like, wait, Taryn, like, it, it's not always anxiety. Anxiety, there's probably something underneath that. What's underneath the anxiety? I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know. So now that is my homework to be able to, when I feel 
what I think is anxious to decipher. Like, is it overwhelm? Is it shame? Is it feeling left out? You know, stop categorizing it as one emotion. So that's going to be fun and (laughs) challenging, right? I mean, I don't know if you're listening, if you grew up a similar way, I feel like our kind of age range was a lot of us grew up with those perfectionist tendencies, perfectionism tendencies. And like even a lot of my, you know, close girlfriends, it's like, we don't always jump to the feeling part of it. And because we were, we were taught to keep it together, to be a good girl, to not be loud, not be bossy, not be, you know, all the things that girls aren't supposed to be assertive. And I'm here to challenge you, if you want to come along the ride with me, of who the frick cares, feel your feelings, let people see your feelings, voice your feelings, feel them on the inside, allow them to happen all the things. They're all okay. If they're okay for our kiddos, guess what, mama? They are okay for you too. We don't need to hide from them. And we need more people stepping out and showing them and being true and being humans and stop trying to cover it all up. So with that, I will be back. I I will be back next week in your ears and I will continue the series. I think it's going to be really fun. I want to cover like homeschooling, parenting. Um, Oh gosh, there was another one that I really wanted to talk about. I can't remember, but tune in and you'll hear more. Thanks for hanging out and listening in. I would totally love to connect with you on Instagram. You can find me at Taryn.Soa. See you over there.